Welcome once again to another episode of Kickspot. What's um, up, everyone? I'm your host, Migs Fajardo, and uh, right across from me is my partner in crime, Ginu Park. Yes, sir. R&B sensation. Thank you. I don't know why you're wearing a jacket. Uh, thank you. It's kind of hot is, uh, in here. So. This is the R&B sensation look. That's right. It is the R&B <laughs> sensation look. Correct. All white. Yep. It's like the boy man look. <laughs> so, um, you know, again, you guys can actually uh, follow us on our Instagram page at the underscore kickspot. We're also on YouTube. Just search the kickspot and you should be able to find us. And then also we are on Spotify called the kickspot. Also on 106.3 HD2 Santa Ana, Orange County. Yes, sir. You can also find us there. Anywhere else, Junior Park? Yeah. I think we just uh, discovered something today. Apple Podcasts as yeah. well, too. So we're all on all the streaming sites here, and uh, today we have a special guest with us. I'm excited um, because uh, in the industry that Migs and I grew up in and, and also where we met uh, through door-to-door sales, it wasn't the door-to-door that sales that really inspired us. It was more of the leadership and the mindset and what we were taught. And so a lot of the conversations that we hide behind closed doors, I know we we talk about a lot of funny stuff and we talk about basketball and all that, but deep down inside what we really truly like is the the, the grind talk, the, yeah. the motivational talks. Um, it's just something that just comes out naturally. Self-development. Self-development growth, is, is something that passion. we love. Yeah, um, for sure. And that's another reason why we started this podcast is because as, as people are listening to the podcast, we want to be able to add value to, to other people. Yes. And so um, you know, I brought our, our friend Sonny here uh, with us today. And I'm very glad because Sonny's obviously, for me, someone that you know I talk to, that my, my soundboard, someone that I could just vent, vent to sometimes. <laughs> and he gives me some good advice as well, too. And um, I wanted to share with everybody, you know, his path and then what he's up to uh, currently. So, Sonny, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. Happy to be here. Of course. As, as you can see, he's got a little bit of a different, <laughs> different uh, accent. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even do an Australian yeah, accent. That's pretty I bad. Can't. Yeah, it's mine's horrible. It's like I switched yeah. to like the British accent, and yeah. then I can't even. I can only say Fosters, and that's like the only thing. Australian. I heard that was like uh, in Australia that that actually isn't very good beer, or nobody really drinks Fosters beer. No, it was just a really good ad campaign that they did. So yeah, yeah, they don't drink Fosters that much. I mean, it's it's a popular beer in Australia, uh. but but it's not one of the most popular in Australia. It's like so. Bud Light. In, in America, America. In here, yeah. No, but like everybody drinks Bud Light. Americans drink a lot of Bud Light here, especially in the Midwest. Uh, true. They maybe a lot maybe because I'm Californian. But I guess like a Corona in Mexico. Yeah, I feel like that that might be a little bit. Yeah, because they like Tecate. Tecate. Yeah. Yeah, or Modelo. Or Modelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> you know what? I, do I don't drink that much beer, <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so I can't comment on the, you know, on all the above. <laughs> <laughs> so since you are from Australia, every single one of our guests has to go through the torture of answering That's some right. trivia questions oh, just mm-hmm. to get to know you a little bit more. Yes. So Migs. Give us the questions. Yeah, so I I, I got the questions here. Um, yeah, so these are just facts, trivia questions about Australia, seeing um, how deep your knowledge is of your original country. Oh boy. Uh, so here <laughs> we go. First question. I'll make it, I'll start off easy. I'll start off easy for Sunny. So um, what animal you will, that which, which type of animal you'll find more 
in Australia than you were humans? Kangaroo. Yeah, he got that one right. <laughs> oh, phew. yeah. He got that one right. All right. Next question. You know what? I was doubting myself because. You thought it was koalas? No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, marsupial, right? Oh, so so animals like is a marsupial an animal? I guess, right? Yeah. Okay. I okay. I mean, I, yeah. So, but you got it right. Okay. So <laughs> that's awesome. Next question: um, Which country imports camels from Australia? <laughs> that's a, which that's a hard country. Yeah. Imports camels from, from Australia? Australia. Yeah. That's a that's a good one. Hang on. Uh, Australia has camels? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, that's touche. <laughs> Gee, I don't know. Um, just the fact that I asked if Australia has camels. <laughs> yeah, right, I know. You're going to give your educational. So the right answer is... If Wait, the, the, oh, do you know? Yeah, do, do you want to take, take a wild guess? Guess. Uh, take a wild guess? I don't know. Saudi Arabia. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> That that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that was, good. That was a great guess. It's right just a, a logical guess, <laughs> right? <laughs> See, Gino Park got that wrong earlier. I, I did. Yeah. I, what I did you say? Iraq. You I said, said Iran. Egypt. Oh, Egypt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's pretty. Um, true or false? Is true or false question? There's a mountain called Mount Disappointment in Australia. False. That is actually true. <laughs> You're not Australian. Wait, true meaning I got the answer right? No, you, you <laughs> got the answer wrong. <laughs> Are you even from Australia, bro? <laughs> so it's funny. In here it says in Australia, there's a mountain called Mount Disappointment. Apparently the view was so disappointing that there was no better name for it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where is that mountain? I am not sure. It's just on the tr wow. 50 trivia facts and questions of Australia. <laughs> I see you've done your research. <laughs> Thank you. Google. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And last question. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Last, last question. Last question. Good. Last question. <laughs> um, does Australia have a Burger King? No, it's called Hungry Jacks. Oh, that was a trick. I was trying to trick him. Wow. That was that was good. Yep. Yes, correct. Good job. Wow. How did you How did you know that? It's how did you know it was the same chain? It looks the same, same brand. Yes, yeah, it looks oh. exactly oh. Same, same, jacks. same color, everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, same taste too. I was, I went over there. You don't have like, um, like specialty Australian, like fast food. Yeah, like kangaroo meat or something like that. <laughs> That's what well, I would imagine. Well, kangaroo is a specialty as far as mm -hmm. you can order like restaurants, but yeah. it's not something that you know you eat every day or anything like that. So I've had kangaroo meat when I was there. Yeah, it's very gamey. It's very, very gamey. Yes. Is it good? I didn't like it. Did you like it? I it was okay. I had a roux burger, so it was it was okay. And then I also so their Australia is also known for their pot pies, like their chicken pot pies, but they replaced it with kangaroo, kangaroo. meat. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty awesome. That's one thing actually I, I miss most about Australia is their, is their pot pies. Oh my gosh! You know all the meat Amazing. pies, even the sausage rolls. The sausage oh, rolls, those Amazing. are really good as well. Do you so, order like kangaroo meat like you would order steak? Nah, it's like you wouldn't be like, hey, I want it medium rare. No, you don't do no. that over no. there. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Good questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I appreciate you asked that. Yeah, very, very <laughs> curious. Awesome. That, that's the end of our trivia right there. Hey, so I passed. Right? So 75%. Yeah, 75%. Yeah. 
It's a C plus. If, uh, <laughs> it's if, a you, if your kid comes with 75, I hope you. <laughs> Dad also got 75. No, not as well. Asians. Yeah, it's, it's 92 yeah, yeah. or bust. That's right. Yeah, 92 <laughs> or bust. A minus or less. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Um, so, Sonny, um, so when I met you, um, I met you through my sister. And one of the first things that she tells me is, Sunny is a male model. <laughs> oh my god! That's awesome. Like, yeah, she's awesome. she's like, you know, uh, Sunny and and uh, and uh, his wife. They're both models, uh, and and they have like they're gonna make like the best beautiful children because they're both models. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then you know you walk in with you know your your I, I don't want to say like your kid's name out in public, whatever, because some people you know right uh, obviously for privacy reasons, but. You know, I was like, man, he's he's actually tall for an Asian dude. <laughs> so how lo- how long were you modeling, and and what was that experience like? Gee, so um, I started modeling when I was in college. Okay, and just, um, some history. I came to US on a tennis scholarship. That's what uh, made me come to the US. Mm. Uh, went to college in Ohio, and then while I was in Ohio, that's when I started modeling. Ohio so State, had, Ohio uh, Buckeyes, Bowling Green State. University. Oh, Bowling Green. Yeah, oh, so. wow. That's a football so school. You modeled also. here in the US. You weren't I a did. model in no, Australia. Not at all. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, so I, uh, but I have, I have uh, a an aunt who lives in California, up in San Jose, and uh, she has a I have a cousin. She's a son, about four years old, uh, younger than I am. So mm-hmm. uh, he got sent like a, and I, I was I was always um, at their place during the summertime. Since mm. I was fly home to Australia for that month, but then you know I was spending you know, the summers in California in San Jose, and he got sent something in the mail. It was like a talent search, and then I'm like, "Gee, oh, well, let's just go, let's see what what happens." So we went, and uh, I got I guess um, picked to to go to the next stage. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, and then uh, since I was in California, and not, but I lived in Ohio for for college. I went to another one of those similar talent search. I think it was called Pro Scout at that time. They, I think they're, they're no longer around. But then that's when I went there, met some agents, and and they said, "Yeah, you know, we we like you look." And Good the rest stuff. is history. So, so, so did your cousin end up going in the next <laughs> round? Oh. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, How's your relationship, cousin? Come on, now. <laughs> no, but he, he he just went out there just to accompany. He, he wasn't really that interested, but I was kind of interested. He was kind of got it. Piqued my my curiosity. So yeah. in, in Pro Scout in Ohio. So Pro Scout here first no, here, in San, California, San, and yeah, then San I went Diego. to the one in, yeah. and then I guess the the next level was, hey, you know what? I think we have. You have a look. We're going to invite you to our conference where we invite a bunch of agents to come, okay. and then you you get to meet the agents, and they, you know, let you know if they're interested in in like representing you or not. So at that um, convention, you meet like thirty something agents, and and then they just yeah they let you know hey I love your look you know yeah we want to represent you, mm. and then you kind of pick whichever agent uh, you like the best or which one you you connect best with. So, so out of a hundred percent, how many agents were actually there? Jeez, it's going back. 21, 22 years. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, so, I mean, that's a. It's still the game's like, different. I now. just, yeah, I think there's more Asian exposure. But back in the day, I don't imagine there being too much. Yeah. So right now, there's like the Asian demand for models is higher. Mm-hmm. Right, right now, mm-hmm. back then it wasn't that much, um, and that's actually, and we can get into this if you want to. But that's actually why I moved to Hong Kong to pursue oh, modeling. Okay. You know, after I graduated, I was still modeling, and um, I went to New York. And New York was, and I thought I was going to be like famous, famous model in New York, and that didn't happen. I 
I remember I went to see my agency in New York. Um, it was Ford. So Ford is actually one of the oh, top oh, Ford, Ford's huge. Yeah. I went to see my, but I was all more on the, on the commercial side, not on the fashion side. So I went and, and saw my, my agent and I'm like, hey, you know, um, when can we get started? You know, I'm, I'm excited to, to get things rolling. And then he's like, Sonny, what's your expectation you know, for modeling? And I'm like, uh, I assume, you know, I guess I'm going to be working maybe once a week at least and then go on castings every day. And he's like, yeah, no, <laughs> really? wow. not so much. You'll be l- probably lucky because as an Asian male model, you'll be lucky if you get like a couple castings a week, maybe, oh, wow, but, wow. you know, Caucasians obviously have every day, like multiple castings a day. Right. right. But um, as Asians, you know, you're not going to get, it's not that busy for Asians. Mm. So my dreams were kind of crushed at that time right then. So I um, didn't give up, you know, I continued modeling just to see how, how it was because I'd driven all the way from Ohio just to pursue my modeling career in New York and stayed in New York, I think for three or four years um, and nothing really happened. So then I decided to move to Hong Kong because that's where Asians were in demand, right? And mm-hmm. continue my modeling in, in Hong Kong. It's funny you say that because um, I just watched the um, Jet Li documentary on ESPN. Bruce Lee? Oh, I'm sorry, Bruce Lee. Yeah. And he did the same thing. Um, he couldn't get the casting and, and all the roles in here back in the 70s. He went to Hong Kong and then his first featured film was huge. It was a huge success and then it got American Americans to watch it. And then it's funny, this you, the way you describe your journey, it was very very similar to bruce lee's journey and then it 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 panned out for him um but what projects did you work on like uh gee actually had a pretty good career in modeling in hong kong in hong kong um actually i stopped by singapore first so i spent three months in singapore and then went to hong kong after that and yeah i did you know fashion shows did um commercial prints did uh fashion shoots biggest one actually the one that i liked the best was it was for a computer company and it was had you guys haven't been to Hong Kong, have you? I've never been to Hong Kong. So there's a ferry that goes from um, Central to like uh, TST, uh, and you have to walk through this big tunnel, like t- towards the ferry station. And my I did this job for a computer company, and they just didn't tell me about it, and my agent told me about it. My whole face, head was just on the tunnel. <laughs> so I was walking oh, through the tunnel. Wow. I was like, "Hey!" Then you saw your face. I saw my face. I'm like. That looks like someone I know. <laughs> and then I oh walk closer. That's that, pretty cool. That me. Yeah. And it was kind of cool. So That's pretty cool. And uh, what was cool is that the, the slogan for this computer was, you know, where's your mind? Because I think the, the computer they were coming out with, a laptop was called MindGate, right? That was the name of the computer. So it was like, where's your mind? MindGate. And it's so funny because my head was kind of cut open like this. And, and now since I, I teach... Uh, mindset mm-hmm. it's so funny oh. where's your mind yeah. right? so yeah. you know there's no i guess there's no coincidences right so it's it's, it's it comes back full circle yeah it comes back full circle i love it <laughs> oh i love it what are the stereotypes of modeling that you want to kind of i guess bring to light yeah if, if there is a stereotype and if those are true like like one stereotype is people are throwing up frequently to make sure that they're skinny? Well, the, you know what? Uh, it really depends on, actually, let me tell you a story. So New York, before New York, so I said, you know what? I want to go back to continue modeling in Asia somewhere, right? Mm. So I decided to move back to Australia first, just to kind of work out my options. Yeah. And, um, and I knew I wanted to go to Hong Kong at some point, but I want, I want to go back to Australia first. And um, I saw some 
agencies in, in Australia and I started modeling a little bit in Australia and then actually went to Hong Kong because my agent had set me up with some meetings in Hong Kong, went to Hong Kong and they said I was too fat. What? And I, was, I wasn't like overweight or anything at all, right? right? Just um, not their size that they wanted. Yeah. So I'm like, really? So I actually went back to Australia and I kind of trimmed down so that when I was in um, Singapore, I had to watch what I, I eat, you know, because I needed to shed some weight because I knew I wanted to go to, to Hong Kong. Yeah. And then um, after spending three months in Singapore, went back to Hong Kong and they said, yeah, you know, this, you know great. So I think I uh, maybe lost five pounds. I don't, oh, I don't know how much it was. It wasn't, much. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't. But uh, I guess this, they, they do look for specific sizes because it's not so much them, like the agencies, but you got to be able to fit the sample sizes. Right. And the and the sample sizes are a certain size because it's just one size, the sample size. So if you're too big or anything or or too small, they want you to bulk up because they want you to be able to fit the sample ah. size. And the sample size for men is like 40 regular mm -hmm. for, for suit. Um, waist is like 32, you know, 31, 32. Um, but but yeah, that, there is a certain standard that you that they want you to kind of meet when you are mm. a model. So more so. Um, for females, obviously, the, you know you need yeah. to fit into all the, the small dresses, so you can't be that, you know, in their eyes, um, you know, a size four, even though size four is perfect, right? So, but yes, it is. Unfortunately, it is because the designers have those sizes that they just come out with, and, and you got to fit them if you want to be, you know, if you want to walk the runway, you wear those, you fit those clothes, but you know, having to peg too much. Right. So, has that has that changed recently, or is that do you? think it's still the same um i don't know to be honest with you because i've been out of the industry now i would say about uh since i moved to la um so probably a good six seven years ago yeah so. do, do you think um agencies now are like just the game in general is it completely different now as far as modeling because people have more exposure mm -hmm. they use social media there's youtube instagram mm -hmm. twitter and you can post any pictures and you can hire you know, a, a guy that just has a camera and, and mm -hmm. start taking pictures of you. Like, how has the game changed from, or in, in your eyes, mm -hmm. from how you were first discovered to mm -hmm. how somebody can get discovered nowadays? Sure. Well, it's definitely, I'll answer that question, but first of all, it's definitely affected the modeling industry. Cause like you said, Ooh. everyone yeah. um, who has a camera can have an Instagram right. account. Right. So yeah. uh, advertisers, clients, they're actually going to these influencers because they already know, hey, <laughs> if I hire this particular model or this influencer, you know, quote, quote, quote unquote, then I already know that they have a following of 10,000, 20,000, 100,000. So that's right there built in, you know, um, platform for them to get the, the product out there. Mm. So a lot of um, times now when you go to, a, to an audition, um, it's going to ask for your Instagram handle because mm -hmm. then they can, oh, they can look at, hey, you know, wow. how many followers does this person have? And and I'm assuming that's going to have, obviously they're not going to tell you, but it's probably going to have an influence on if you book the job or not. Is Because it makes sense as an advertiser right, or as a client, yeah. if you're going to hire someone and pay them and pay them money, you're going to at least want, hey, you know what? If we book this girl, this guy, we're going to know that they can be posting it on Instagram and we're going to get 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, 100,000 plus eyeballs on this as soon as they post something. So it makes sense. So the, the game has changed. Uh, and that also has also pushed the rates down as well for for modeling because Instagrammers, they don't really need that much. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. You, yeah. Some of them just give me free clothes you know, and, and I'll do it for free, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, whereas you know, models, they, they typically get paid quite a lot. Like the average rate um, 
back then, you know, for female was 2000 plus a day. And for males, it's like, was like, you know, 1200 plus a day. So a day, a day. Yeah. And that's like, and that's 20 years ago. When, when uh, no, it's just it's quite, quite recently. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah, actually tw- 20 years ago. Yeah. But now I think things, if anything, it's probably come down because of the, the whole saturation, Instagram saturation and everything. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, you know, it was, you could, girls could, and guys could make a good living if wow. they were working um, as, a, as a model. Now you said that you did have success out in Hong Kong, um, but obviously you didn't have much success like in the US mm-hmm. and it's not down, downgraded, but obviously there's like a mindset as well too that kind of plays games with you. Like, should I continue modeling? Should I not, not model? Should I do something else? Like, you know, me in the music industry, like I've had a lot of those incidents where I'm like, man, this is tough. Mm-hmm. So how did you get over that mindset? So that's a great question. And it all goes back to your desire, right? So if you're just doing something because you want to be famous or you want to like a very surface desire, then you're getting hit with all these, you know, objections, then you may not be able to persevere because it's not deep enough. It's not strong enough. But for me, you know, I really wanted to to become a model. I really knew that I, I had what it, what, it, what it took in order to be successful. So it was me. So after, you know, getting a, you know, receiving all these objections all the time. It's like, okay, this is part of the business, um, but I wasn't willing to give up. So if someone is looking at modeling, or it doesn't have to be modeling, anything. If you're truly committed, then it's easier. But if you're not truly committed, then that's when it may be tough for you to you know, keep persevering if or when the going gets tough, because the going will get tough. And it's just a matter, it's just a matter of um, if that desire is strong enough. Now, for someone like you, it seems like you've, you've already mentally prepared your brain or even like tweaked your brain to be already think that for whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a model. It could be in, in anything that you do. But for listeners that are still going through that wave right now, they're trying to figure out how to get to that point. What is your best advice for those people? Basically, work out why. Why do you want to be a model? Why do you want to do whatever you want to do? Be, be a, a singer, be, be an actor. Why do you want to do that? Because if you don't have a strong enough why, and, and this is nothing new, right? Uh, if you don't have a strong enough why, then you're probably not going to continue when the going gets tough because it's your why that really drives you. So uh, like I said, you know, it, everyone talks about this because it's true. If you don't have a solid why, then when the going gets tough, you're going to just find reasons why you can't. Whereas if you have a strong why, that's what you can fall back on to keep you moving forward. So your why is really, you know, what you can use to bounce back. So my suggestion is really work out why do you want to do what you are pursuing or what you want to do? Because if it's superficial, then keep digging deeper. Okay. Why do you want to, and go at least five whys deep. I want to become a model. Why? Because I want to be famous. Why? Because I want to have a lot of money. Why? Because I want to, you know, be financially secure. Why? Because I want to be able to set myself up for for life. Why? Keep going. Keep going until you find what I call the why that makes you cry. So that Mm. if you're able to really dig deep down inside to really find that why that makes you cry, then every time you get, you know, discouraged, dig back down to that reason why. This is why I'm doing it. And that's going to get you back up. No, I love that. I love that. Find the why that makes you cry. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like, you know, when, when you're emotional, making you cry, meaning that you have passion for whatever that is, 
you know, and with passion, it's easy for you to move. It's easy for you to overcome hurdles. It's easy for you to not listen to the negative when you have that, just that passion, you know, and, and we've seen it, yeah. you know, we, we've, we've gone through it, especially with the door to door stuff. <laughs> My gosh, it's yeah. crazy. Absolutely. Was tough. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, I only did it for three and a half years. He did it for like seven, seven eight, years seven years, you know, and it, it, it was one of those things. And I just love how you put it that way. When you keep asking a deeper, at least five deeper level questions of why, and you get to that reason that's going to make you cry. Man, I just love, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, well, we're going to take a little short break here. Um, and, and as you can see, as, you, as you're listening, this is exciting stuff for no, us. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, I, we love talking I get giddy about, about this. this stuff. And for, awesome. for Sonny being a model and having that experience, and yeah. obviously we're intrigued to see what he's doing now and, and uh, what he has going moving forward. So when we come back, we'll talk about that. You are listening to Kickspot. You are listening to Kickspot. All right, everyone, we're back here at the Kickspot. And uh, before the break, uh, we were talking about our male model friend from <laughs> Australia, uh, Down Sonny. Under. Former, 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 male former, former male model. You can, you can still be a model, you know. He's still, he's, you can't, you don't lose the height, right? And unless yeah, you're like, yeah. I guess, like 67 years old, and your you back just, starts you just curving, I guess. And you just grow uh, horizontally. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> With age, I mean, they are still casting for a lot more Asian people. That they now, are, so. yeah, exactly. So I mean, you can still pursue it if you truly wanted to, but um, I know that uh, you've been working on some recent projects, and so I wanted to. Um, talk to you about what you're currently doing and um, you know you sent me this website and I was excited about it and I didn't want to research it too much because I wanted to know straight from you what it was about but I could knowing you guess what it is so tell me more about um, what what you do and 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 what that website was all about sure so uh, right now I spend most of my time consult consulting and coaching um, on mindset and just on on business as well. So, um, but focus more on mindset and putting together a, a launch, actually. Uh, I created a, a product called Diamond Mind Activation. And basically it's a program where it will help you navigate your own mind and put you on the right path to really controlling uh, your, your your state and, and getting what you want. So I'm excited about it. Uh, it's it's uh, taken me a lot of time, you know, a lot of effort blood, sweat, and tears. So it's uh, something that, yeah, I'm really proud of. When you say blood, sweat, and tears, how long were you working on this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, gee, um, I would say, how long have been working on it? Well, I would say since I started the whole personal development my journey, because, you know, I've been working on my, on my personal development since I would say when I was in Hong Kong, because that was really, mm. when I really started diving into personal development was uh, back in 2000 and, see, 2004, I think. It was after I came back from, like I said, in Australia, and and I, I was still unconscious back then, so mm -hmm. to say. I, mm -hmm. I was I was I wasn't awake. So uh, I stayed with my my brother, and my brother was uh, working for an accounting firm. He a uh, very, very smart individual brother, and he would go to work early in the morning, uh, and I'll be on the couch, or still sleeping, and he'll come back, and I'll be still <laughs> on the couch, all right, um, still <laughs> watching TV right. or playing video games, and that's what I did for like two, three, four weeks in a row. So then one day he comes home and he, okay, he comes home and I'm still on the couch watching TV and I haven't moved. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean what am I doing? He's like, you know, you're wasting your life. I'm like, hey, whoa. Called you out. 
Your younger brother too. No, no, I think she's older brother. Oh, okay. Oh, like, yeah. If Jet called me out like that, I'm like, say that again. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have two other brothers, and I was like, whoa. And then I got mad, obviously, because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't mature enough. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, you don't do anything. You know, at least you can read a book or something. And and then I'm like, well, there's nothing to read. It's like, yes, there is. So he went to his his bookshelf, pulled out two books, threw them on the coffee table in front of me. And it's like, so you can start with these two books. What were well, they? Yeah. What were they? You want to know these two books? Why? So the first one was um, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, not 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 the one rich, that everyone knows. Rich Dad Poor Dad. Not Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh, okay, no. okay. It was the Cash Flow Quadrant, okay. and that's actually the better book oh, of the two. I, oh, I that's haven't like seen that one. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's a follow-up. Up, but yep. I think even mm-hmm. even um, Robert Kiyosaki himself said that that's actually the the more powerful one because he, he really? talks about the the four quadrants. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. And uh-huh. And um, so that was one of the books, and the other book was uh, the E Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber, and it talks about E Myth Revisited. It's about yeah, these. The subtitle is uh, why small businesses fail and what to do about it. So that those two books really expanded my mind about you know just business in general and how the world works, uh, and how the business world works, and it really talks about entrepreneurs, what an entrepreneur is. Uh, e Myth is entrepreneurial myth. And, and how to really get out of the, the rat race if you want to get out of the rat race. Because uh, a lot of business owners, they're not really business owners. They, they just own the business, but they're working in the business. Yeah. They can't really step away and have the business run without them. So this book goes into that and how to systemize everything mm. so that they can actually step away from their business and actually call themselves an actual business owner. And have so, the business run for itself. Correct. Correct. And then obviously it goes into, you know, franchises and uh, systemizing everything. So that was a fantastic book. So it really made me look at everything from a different perspective after that. And plus combined with the um, Robert Kiyosaki's book, um, in fact, the, um, the Cashflow Quadrant, it was like, okay, wow, these, these two books go in hand in hand <laughs> as far as you know, what, what the, it talks about. Yeah. So those two books were just amazing. And they, they really set me off on a totally different path. And then at that time, um, my brother, he, he also had uh, some of the Tony Robbins stuff. Yeah, I think he was um, Get the Edge was, was what it was yeah, called back mm-hmm. then. So I would start listening to that as well. So when I moved to Hong Kong, if it wasn't for those two books and, and my brother kind of like waking me up, um, I probably would have wasted a lot of time in Hong Kong as well. I spent two years in Hong Kong, but every single day, if I didn't have a casting or, or a job or anything, I'll be in the library either reading or listening to audiobooks on personal development for the whole two years. Well, why did your brother choose those two books specifically? I mean, because that's more of like a, you know, become an entrepreneur, become your own boss instead of more of like a mindset book because you were, you were on the couch. Like, <laughs> I think for me, I'd be like, read like Think and Grow Rich or, you know, sure. yeah, instead of a business one. So, you know, I never really asked him. Um, uh-huh. Maybe because he's, he's an actuary. So, so and... For him, is my you know what it's this makes sense just to to give my brother something to help him learn about business in general, like not so much hey mindset you learn about hey this is how to set up and run a a business. If you have any ideas, this is what you would essentially follow mm. as far as the process of getting your your own business up and running, so you don't get off on the wrong foot. So because obviously you know actuaries are very analytical mm-hmm. and they're very logical, so maybe that's probably why. But you know I never asked him why. And in, so. One of my questions is, um, as far as personal development, like what, how would you, for, for yourself, what is your definition of personal development and how powerful personal development could be for someone 
that's just you know because everybody kind of takes certain pathways for personal mm -hmm. development but what's your own definition of it it's really knowing yourself you know that's what personal development is if you don't know yourself then you're not going to be able to know how to really grow yourself you know it's it's a uh, personal development is self-help yes but it's about you know growing and being a better person compared to who you were yesterday. So you only have one competitor, and that's who you were yesterday, right? I love that um, Matthew McConaughey, he, he gave a brilliant um, Oscar acceptance speech, I think it was, and he said, the only com competitor is, is myself. And I'm shooting, I'm competing against myself 10 years from now. And I'm never gonna reach that goal because I'm always pushing that goal out. So I'm always shooting and trying to be a better person than I am. 10 years so um if you guys haven't already look it up on youtube fantastic fantastic you Matthew know, McConaughey speech, speech. Yep. yep oscar speech yeah and uh, when i uh, when i watched it i was like wow that is really something because he, every, in today's society everyone compares himself to other people you know yeah. what are they doing what are, you know how am i do? but if you just take a step back and say you know what i'm just gonna compare myself to myself and maybe shoot to the to to be the, a better person or see be the person that I know I can be 10 years from now. Who do I want to be 10 years from now? And then just that is your goal. It's, hey, I want to be that person. Mm. And that also helps build the vision of, of, of what you can accomplish, right? If you're able to picture in your mind who you, what you've accomplished, even one year, it doesn't have to be 10 years, even one year from now, five years, right? Whatever is more comfortable for you, because a lot of people have their comfort level is different. They, if you can envision yourself and see yourself one year from now achieving your goals set at one year it doesn't have to be you know 10 years but whatever is most comfortable because you, you have to be able to believe it yourself that's the main thing if you don't believe the vision then it's it's, it's not going to happen but so pick a time frame where you're comfortable and you say you know what 10 years fine 10 years i see myself doing this this and this i believe it because i have time perfect but just paint that picture of what you want to achieve for yourself and then visualize that every single day, morning and night. Really, when you visualize, have feeling associated with it because you know we attract based on how we feel, and and a lot of people kind of get that wrong. You know, they they think they're doing the right thing, but they're visualizing, yeah, I'm I'm going to be this, going to be that, you know, I'm going to have this and that, but they're really feeling the lack of what they're picturing. So they think that they're doing the right thing because they're thinking the thoughts, but their feelings are contradicting their thoughts. Therefore, they're never going to get it because you attract what you feel, not what you think. And that's why a lot of people really have to be aware of the difference. It's a, it's a minute difference, but it's a huge difference. What do you say to those people that, um, that get demotivated by goals? So what I mean by that is I remember when I was running my business and um, we would always do something called goal sheets. We'd always write that out. We'd also do like a 30, 60, 90 day game plan. Um, we do like a yearly game plan as well too. And I remember this one psychologist that just graduated college comes up to me and says, hey, I don't wanna be rude to you, but there is a psychological study saying that writing your goals out actually demotivates you because you're never able to accomplish it. Even if you look back on your goals and you read it, it's like you haven't accomplished every single thing. And so you end, just, end up just like scrapping it. As far as for the big vision, it's great to think like that. But writing it specifically like that, not accomplishing every task, 
um, that actually just doesn't do anybody any good. So I remember him talking to me about that. And ironically enough, more than half the people weren't able to hit their goals anyway. And I'm like, man, this sucks. So what, do you, what is your perception on that? So it really depends on the individual. So if you're one that gets demotivated by not hitting your goals, then perhaps just focus on, on something else. Like what, what, because people are motivated by either pain or pleasure, right? So, so if you're one that's motivated, by, motivated by, by pleasure, then you may just focus on, hey, your big goal. And that's going to motivate, push you towards achieving you know, that, that big goal. And that's gonna, what's going to keep you moving forward. But if you're one that, that wants to go shy away from pain, then, hey, you may want to think, you know what? I don't want to live this lifestyle that I'm living. Use that as your motivating factor to push you forward. Right. Obviously, you don't want to stay there because, like I said, you don't want to stay in that negative feeling. But that works for a lot of people if you actually if that that moves you. Right. If that gets is what gets you off your your behind and, and, and work, use it. But like I said, don't stay there. Use that to get moving forward, but then just switch it to focus on okay, what is your goal after that, and and then and then um, just go for it. But but either, either pain pain and pleasure. Yeah, that makes it sense. Depends on who you are. So when you sent me the website, like the, the diamond mine, the first thing I, mm -hmm. I see is a diamond. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, my counterpart here has gone ring shopping here before. Um, and so, you know, me personally, I haven't. And I'm just going <laughs> to be honest, next. I haven't. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> I haven't yet. So, <laughs> so they talk about the C's and I don't know how many C's there really are. It's four C's. Okay. So there's four C's. Can you name all four C's? Uh, cut, color carrot and cash is that correct it is not correct <laughs> I, 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 I forgot what the four c four c was so, so tell us the re i mean when i when i look at the website and i look that's the first thing that i see i think about you know that the the mm -hmm. c's mm -hmm. which i don't even know all of them so mm -hmm. what's the reason why you decided to use a logo what what is what does the diamond mine mean uh just elaborate on, on, on that. sure so the four c's as everyone, most people know who obviously they've been ring shopping or, or who are, no, I should have known who are, who are somewhat familiar with a diamond at least you know that the that the standard grading yep. is the the C's whatever those C's are so I wanted to kind of piggyback on that because uh, one of the for my opinion the the biggest holes in the personal development industry is the lack of simplicity but right. there's there's so much out there. Like you can find so much on YouTube and and you know uh, the internet these days. You Google anything, YouTube anything, it comes up. So it's this great information, uh, but how can you remember all that? And how can you put it into a a, a framework like I'd call that you can remember and use to help improve your life? That's true. So that's why I created this you know the diamond mind because for obviously diamond has a good connotation as far as you know. Your mind sharp, you know. It's 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 at the uh, it's, it's elite. It's it's yeah. It's on point. That's why I chose to name it Diamond Mind, and then I used the four C's because once you're familiar with the diamond, you know that hey, it comes with C's, and once you know the C's, you're more likely to remember it, right? So if you're able to remember something, especially when it comes to personal development, then you're gonna be able to apply it. But if you don't remember it, then how are you gonna apply it, right? And then that's the biggest, I guess problem with this industry is yeah the material is fantastic but 
after, for example, you, you guys have been to events. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. As you're at the event, amazing. You know, yeah. life changing. But then, when, yep. but then, what happens when you, when you come home? Yeah, you get demotivated, or you just forget the information. Yeah. Exactly. You're not as uh, you're not as passionate about what you just heard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because so so yeah, the event's great, but then the it's taught in a way that that you can't remember. So what if you could, or there was a program out there that you could take and you could remember and that you could use for the rest of your life? Would that be something that you could you, you would find helpful for yeah. your personal development? If all I have to remember are four C's, that seems pretty <laughs> simple enough for me. Yes, so yeah. that was my goal. So I decided to use the four C's of the diamond because since why recreate the wheel, right? Especially when you're talking about a diamond. So the four C's, cut, okay. clarity, clarity, color, okay. and carrot. Okay, so those are the four C's of the diamond. Um, but basically what I did is for cut, and the cut is the shape of the diamond mm-hmm. and also the quality of its dimensions, right? Okay. So for, for Diamond Mind, my Diamond Mind program, cut refers to the, the image of your mind and also the quality of your thoughts. Okay, okay. okay. And then I love that. For, for the second C, clarity, clarity in the diamond industry refers to how, how, how clear a diamond okay. is, right? And for my program, Diamond Mind, is how clear is what you want. You gotta be crystal clear okay. as far as what you want. Transparency? Like clear vision meaning, type? vision, yep. Vision, oh, your vision. vision. Your vision. Okay. You have to be crystal clear on your vision, on what you want to, want to um, achieve, accomplish. Third C is color. Color in the diamond industry refers to purity, right? How the color of the diamond, how pure it is. The, the most pure, purest diamond is like a, like a color of a, like a drop of water. That's how pure it is. It's, 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 and so what my course is um, using purity as or color as is your connection to your higher self. You know, you want to connect to your pure essence, mm. you know, and, and that's what C color stands for in, in Diamond Mind program. And then the last C, the fourth C is carrot. Carrot refers to the weight of the diamond. So in my program is what's the weight you're giving to achieving your goals? Are you just interested in achieving your goals or are you truly dedicated and committed to achieving your goals? Because if you're just interested, you're not going to achieve your goals, right? Going back to your why. Yeah. If you don't really have a strong why, you're not going to do it. This really ties into also that your why. So as long as someone keeps those four C's in mind, they can essentially do a self-assessment anytime they want. If they're not feeling, if they're feeling down or if they're not achieving their goals and they, and they have this time in mind framework, they can say, okay, let's go through the four C's. Cut. How my thoughts? Okay, I could probably use a little, you know, touching up on my thoughts. Okay, or if your thoughts are good. Okay, my thoughts are good. Yeah, I'm thinking positive and you know, everything. Okay, okay, great. Second C, clarity. How's my vision? Am I crystal clear on what I want? No, I, could, I guess I could kind of like, you know, maybe fine tune my vision. But let's just say that, that uh, your vision is good. Okay, my vision is good. Third C, color. Am I meditating? Am I really meditating to spend that time to connect to my true self, my higher self, my, my inner self? Because that's when direct messages will come through to you, you know, from, from your higher self to, to give you inspiration. Are you doing that? Are you meditating? Are you really taking time to for, for, you know, for your, your, your spiritual side? Um, yes or no, depending on what it is. If you are, okay, great. Okay, and then the last thing, carrot. All right, this is where the rubber meets the road. Am I truly committed to achieving what I want? My, my, my vision or am I just interested in it? Because if I'm just interested, yeah, I'm not going to do the work that's required. Yeah. So you can run through that assessment anytime you want when things aren't working out and you can say, you know what? This is what I need to work on. I need to work on my vision more. Well, no, I'm not meditating. I need to meditate more. And then you just get, get to it. So that's for me and I, I'd love for you guys to you know, comment on this. 
that's how powerful the diamond mining framework can be. Is you just run through the four C's because you know what the four C's stand for, and you can use that for the rest of your life because it sets out a roadmap for what you need to do. It's like um, it's like a check and balance. It's like all four of them are so crucial to one another that I, I feel like if, if one if they're not all at twenty five percent, it's like you're not really self developing. If 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 one of the C's like the weight, like carrot, right? If it's if you're not understanding how big or how the, the magnitude of that particular goal is, the other three, even though as as good you are on the other three, but your carrot is like it's only weighing like 20 pounds, it's supposed to 100 pounds, it, the the full purpose is not going to be met. I feel like that that's what the four C's is for me, is in order for for me to be able to really live up to that full potential of my self-development planning goal i have to have all fours all four c's at all at the same time running like a like a oil weld machine all at the same time that's how i see it Absolutely. that's how i view it yeah I, I know like you mentioned that it's like a it's like a continuous program of some sort is it just like four classes then if it's just four c's or like <laughs> what you're just talking about four things, four days, or how well, does that work? Well, that's obviously um, the program goes into depth on each of those C's. So, okay. for example, um, this is talk, you know, cut the first C, right? Cut actually refers to the image of your mind because we need an image for our mind in order to change it, right? Because if I were to ask you guys, what does your mind look like? Like right now? Clear? Yeah, it's clear. No, what image do you have for your mind? What image of like kids? No, if I would say picture your mind, what does your mind look like? My brain? No. Oh. See that that's the thing. Like my vision of like, like my vision no, where I'm going. Mind. What is your mind? What does your mind look like? It's kind of a trick question because no one has seen the mind. Yeah, as so like, huh? and it's not your brain. Some a lot of people think your mind is your brain, but it's not. It's my cloud. Right? Your mind is is your mind. So so in order to change your mind, you gotta have a picture for it. So the first C, cut, is, remember the cut in the diamond industry is the, is the shape of the diamond, right? And also the quality of its dimensions. So for the diamond mind program, instead of the shape of the diamond, is we're gonna use the shape of the diamond to represent our mind. So pick a diamond shape that you like the best, you like the most. Okay, Whether that's, that. you know, one. radiant, you know. What if you don't know any, <laughs> I, I have no clue. Round, you know, anything. Like the, the typical diamond shape is round. Right? Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's go around. around. Let's pick round. Okay. Pick round. Okay. So you yeah. pick round. So that you're going to associate your diamond, a round diamond, as your mind. So if everyone, every time someone says, you know, your mind, you just can picture your diamond. Your diamond is your mind now. Diamond mind. So the second C, clarity, you want to picture what you want, your vision inside your diamond mind. So now you have a picture for your mind, right? Okay. And, and that's. That's where a lot of people kind of get get uh, confused is, number one, yeah, your mind is not your brain. But right now we're going to associate your mind to a diamond, a round diamond in, in this case. Okay. So because, and that's the only reason, that's how we're going to change your mind. Because we obviously we have, you're right now in your present state, but you want to be a more, go to a future desired state. So in order to go to that desired state, obviously your mind's got to change. And you have to change your mind by, by and help helps you if you have a picture of your mind in order to change it. Mm -hmm. So first you got to visualize. Yep. That's got, a, there's some sort of visual. You got to have a visualize of your mind. What does your mind look like? Right. 
So, and that diamond helps you have a, a visual image of your mind because we think in pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to ask you, what does your car look like? What comes, what comes to mind? Gray, silver. Did a picture of your car come? Oh yeah, no, it did, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so, absolutely, straight yeah, up. So, and that's how our mind works. So, but if I, like I said, if I were to ask you to, to picture your mind. I'm like, I don't even know. You don't know, but now you have a picture. Yeah. A diamond. So that's, uh, that's your mind okay. now. Okay, okay. I understand. So yeah, that's my mind. And so that's what I need to change. So I need to change the diamond in my mind. And that's where the vision and, and the... So it start with, starts with a vision. It starts by... Having a picture. Have, having, having a picture, a picture of, of your mind. mind. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Starts with having a picture mm-hmm. of your mind. And then from there, that that's, makes it easier to, to change your mind. It's a very complex, like, uh, like exercise. Like, it, it sounds very, very simple, but even just tuning your brain yeah. and your mind to actually think like that is very, yeah. very interesting. Like, I haven't really experienced that. Yeah, it's, it all goes back to just, hey, yeah, just rethinking pictures. Yeah. And, and if you, you, we need something, we need to be able to have a picture for our mind to help us change our mind. So the diamond is just something that we're assigning. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, your mind is your diamond. Yeah. And I could see like someone just going through, you know, an everyday system where it's just everything's repetitive. Mm-hmm. And so their vision and their mindset is always stuck and it's always the same. But then if they wire their brain to have a different mindset, that's like a very, very good exercise for someone to, to think differently. So that's very, very interesting. Yeah. And then, and then obviously as, as you go through the course, there are, um, I continue to use this picture of the diamond, you know, to help you achieve, you know, your goals. So there's a, there's a um, creative uh, anchoring uh, meditation audio in the, in the course. And what it does, it helps you reprogram your mind so that every time you picture your diamond, it's going to trigger your vision. Interesting. So, because a lot of times is, hey, uh, okay. right. So now, so it's like a trigger, right? It's an anchor. So obviously, you know, everyone knows about anchoring, right? So this this creative visualization audio will help anchor your diamond in your mind, so that when you think of your diamond, it's going to automatically trigger your vision of what you want. That's very interesting. Because we need to keep what we want on the forefront of our mind in order to uh, attract it, right? That's what so. So if we don't, because because you. Th- you become what you think about. So if you can think about what you want most of the time during the day, mm-hmm. then it's going to help you attracting it. And if you're able to, for example, with this anchoring exercise, you know, squeeze your right hand and that automatically triggers your body, conditions your body to picture your diamond and that automatically pictures your vision. So that every time that you want to picture your ultimate desire, you just squeeze your right hand, it's going to picture your diamond, picture your vision. And then you just do that any time during the day when you either need a pick-me-up or when you just want to feel good and, and visualize, you know, your 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 goal. So you're like a hypnosis. Yeah. So <laughs> so are, are you looking for someone that's going to use your program? You're, you're helping them condition certain things because I mean, one of the ways you just mentioned is the way you condition someone to start thinking of what they want to accomplish or whatever mm-hmm. they want is they squeeze that hand and then it automatically populates like whatever they're thinking about, mm-hmm. whatever that is, goals, you yes. know. So so your program, you're, you're trying to teach, you're helping somebody recondition themselves in the way they think is one of the first steps. Yes, because 95% of 
our day, we're unconscious. And what is unconscious? Unconscious means that we're on autopilot. We're not really thinking about anything. Right? We're just running on autopilot because we're, we're just, we fall back to our old routines and habits. Yeah. Right? No, five percent of the day. So for those five percent of the day, you know, my goal is to help people be more conscious when they're thinking or when they're not thinking, and to have a trigger. They know, oh, you know, every hour, oh, I'm going to squeeze my hand so I can program myself to actually think of what I want. The more you th- are able to do that, the more consciously you think about what you want versus just being on autopilot, which unfortunately most people, they think negative thoughts because that's just how society has conditioned us. If we're able to, well, this program is able to help them consciously choose better feeling thoughts, especially that's going to make them achieve their goals quicker and faster, then, then I'll be happy. So for programs like this, like I, I've been to a few Tony Robbins like seminars. Um, I remember talking to a mentor saying, and he told me at one point, John Maxwell was charging like $50,000 uh, an hour. And that's why you have to go to a stadium so that people pitch in money to be able to, you know, get value from him. Um, and so when I went to a Tony Robbins um, seminar, it was like last year, or the year before that, um, it's Staples. Um, it wasn't at Staples Center. It was uh, the, forum. the Forum. It was downtown. Oh, I forgot where downtown. But anyway, it's a, a big. Um, oh, it was a convention center. Mm-hmm. Um, people told me I was crazy because it's thousands of dollars, and that was just like the beginning course. Because I remember them talking about um, like a nine thousand dollar program in his like private island. You get like some exclusive. Uh, type of like coaching not even directly from Tony Robbins yet mm-hmm. but from somebody else and then eventually uh, it leads up to that so I'm not sure how much your program costs or anything like that but what do you say to people that that say you know that it's it's kind of expensive like I don't, I don't really want to want to pay that that, that money mm-hmm. so there's one of two two ways to look at this the first way is is that person ready like is that person ready to take a new journey, ready for change. If they're not, then hey, this, this is, it doesn't matter if the program is a dollar, they're not gonna pay that to, yeah. you know, to embark on this new journey. But if they're ready, if they're in the mindset, you know what, I need to change. Something needs to change. Then it's the value that they see in a program like this. It's like, hey, are you willing to pay, you know, $5,000, $10,000, whatever it is, for a program that can change your life? What is that worth to you? program that can change your life and that obviously varies depending on yep. where you are in your life you know what you're doing um, but some people think you know what five doesn't change my life yeah that's nothing for a whole life worth of of you know success or, or happiness can you really put a, a price tag on that yeah so it really really depends on where that person is in their journey um, the second thing is okay Yes, I am ready, but hey, yeah, this is, it is too expensive. Okay, could that be a conditioned limiting belief that you've had that's preventing you from moving forward right now? Every time that you've, you've been presented with an, a new opportunity and that you've liked, or you said, you know what? No, it's too expensive all. Could that be what's been preventing you from making that next step, you know, getting to the next level? Is that limiting belief? Maybe it's time to take the leap of faith and in, invest in yourself because you're worth it. You are worth it, right? And if you're not going to invest in yourself, who are you going to invest in, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. So, so it really goes, goes down to, okay, are you ready? 
yes or no. If you're not, then it doesn't matter how much it is. If you are ready, could that be a limiting belief or a conditioned thought that you have that's been preventing you from taking the next step and, and achieving growth that you're looking for? Yeah, that, that conditioned thought, I mean, it's a lot of fear that, that kicks in. But I could only imagine what the world would be like if people just got over that hump. Yeah. Like there'd be so much more technology advances that are out there. I'm sure people have these crazy ideas that they just have to put into light and they just have to get over that hump so that, um, you know, they could better better the community, better the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's great. I, I didn't think of that in that, that perspective. Yeah. So, you know, for your program, do you, how can people find you? Like how can, you know, how can people search for you? Uh, what's the best way to contact you yeah. and get to know more of the program? Call on his cell phone directly. <laughs> yeah. Late at night. That's right. <laughs> um, they, they can go to secretframework.com. That's uh, S-E-C-R-E-T framework.com. And basically, they, um, it will be a, a registration page where you can sign up for a free webinar where you can learn about my story, about the program. And then, uh, you know, if it, if it appeals to you, if it speaks to you, then, hey, I'll love to have you as a, you know, as, as one of my, my, uh, my customers that's awesome so again for all the listeners out there secretframework.com is where you can find sunny's program and uh i take bribes so i have his personal cell phone number <laughs> so uh, if you guys want to reach out to me on my instagram um you know i'll shoot me a little a venmo DM. here <laughs> but uh we're gonna take a little short break and when we come back um you know i want to talk to sunny about uh where he wants to go from here i know this is a great program as we're listening to this but I'm sure there's something bigger than than uh you know this and talking about his mindset so there's got to be more to this tree that's that's obviously growing so uh we'll come back you are listening to kickspot you are listening to kickspot and we're back again so we were talking about the diamond mine earlier with sunny kind of giving us the four c's um and what they stood for the purpose of the four c's and the importance of them um now we're going to talk about what the diamond mines future is and certain expectation things like that we're going to be asking him more questions getting to know him a little bit more also so yeah go ahead Gene. yeah i want sunny i wanted to ask you more about you know obviously this is your your current state you're you're obviously getting this up and running and um i i love I love the main vision of adding value to, to other people, but I'm sure there's more than that. You, in the beginning of the episode, you had talked about the why that makes you cry. And I think that that resonates with a lot of people that are listening. As they heard that phrase, they probably like, huh, what is my why that makes makes me cry? So what what is it for you? What is your future vision? What are you, what are you looking to, to cast out there? Mm. So it's an excellent question. So obviously my why, you know, that makes me quite is really to build generational wealth, right? So not just for this lifetime, my lifetime, but my generation, but to continue. So my vision for Diamond Mind is this is to be a household name, not just you know for my time on this world, but it to continue and it to for people to be able to use this Diamond Mind framework to really achieve their desires. And you know, for the next hundred plus years, because it's a framework that my hope is that anybody can use and that, you know, it's gonna last, you know, forever. So number one, obviously to become a household name, you know, mm-hmm. around around the world. So everyone, um, I haven't quite worked out, and maybe you guys can help me out, I haven't quite worked out the, I guess, uh, what the diamond minders will call themselves. Um, 
mine cutters or I don't know <laughs> or something. But oh, that's, but, cool, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's but, pretty cool. But like, uh, just have a a, a a culture behind it, and so that someone can say, "Oh, are you mine cutter? Oh, what's your diamond?" Mm -hmm. And just kind of have that Ooh. community, right? So right. everyone like around the world, like, "Oh, diamond mine." So as long as they see the the logo, "Oh, your diamond mine. What's what's your diamond?" You know, and then that's a, a way that they can connect. Right, so that oh, through that, a worldwide community of diamond uh, minders or, or mine cutters that can carry through generations. So not just, uh, like I said, not just for, for my lifetime here, but to carry on so that it can provide you know, generational um, wealth for, for my family and, and beyond. So that's that's really my why is really building it up to the point where, yeah, you know what, I can hand this to my my, my daughter, my, my son, you know, my um, one of my, my children, and they can continue it keep obviously you know promoting it um keep the message out there that you know you do have control over your mindset and you can create what you want but you first you have to have the the tools in order to lead you down the right path and uh, this program will give you the tools that can achieve that and you know what's funny it's you not only define your what your program is about but you were talking about earlier when when you were saying that you got to ask deeper questions. You got to ask yourself deeper questions so you can get to the why. I think you went down all the way to the earth's core. That's how you found it. Like that's like right when you were explaining it and you, you were saying that my goal is to have generational wealth, not just for me in my lifetime here, but also for my family and their families and their families. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, so I love that. Let me ask you, where does that passion come from great question jp because like i i have like my own why that makes me cry and i have reasonings behind why i want to do what i do but i'm curious to know what what is your reasoning mm. for me it's about just helping it's helping another person that that really is what gives me besides my family the greatest joy is really seeing what i'm doing or what i've said to somebody that makes them smile essentially you know there was a um actually this goes back to my modeling days uh i was in uh, istanbul and i had a, a job for i think it was hilton hotels in istanbul they flew me out to istanbul and uh, we were out on this boat and uh there's there was only uh, i think three models uh, me another girl and this other guy and then uh and the boat crew and and the boat crew um one of the people helping out he was just you know fascinated with uh the female model that, that was that was uh on board um she was she was asian as well actually and what, what's her name <laughs> <laughs> and why and, did you guys all laugh i was just asking <laughs> what her name was. um and and he was like trying to take photos of her just like you know secretly like and, and I, I saw him do this and then she saw him do this and i um and i said to her hey you know what why don't you go up to him and say, hey, do you want to take a photo together? And just to see what he says. And then she's like, why? I'm like, because it's going to make him happy. I guarantee you, he's trying to take photos of you. Obviously, he's, he's you know, he's fascinated by you. Apparently, um, they're fascinated by Asians in, uh, in, uh, in Turkey because um, oh, there's not that many Asians, I guess. So, so he was fascinated with her. Um, I said, well, why don't you just do that? You know, and I guarantee you, look, it's gonna make you feel better. It'll make him feel better, and it'll make you feel better. She's like, eh. and then she, she's like, okay, fine. So she went over, and uh, and she's like, hey, you know, you you want to take a photo? Because the guy couldn't speak English. You want to take a photo? And she's like, come. And uh, he's like, 
he was, he was, he was shocked, right? And yeah. then he came over and uh, I said, yeah, give me the camera. And, and I took a photo and then she's like, oh, thank you. And she was really nice about it. And then you could see the smile on this guy's face. Awesome. And, and she said, Sonny, you're right. You know what? That made me feel really good just to see him. And, and what was it? It was just a photo to me, you know? It wasn't anything big. But for him, that's probably going to be something that he's going to remember for the rest of his life. So just like little acts of kindness, just like that. Um, and just knowing that what you did made someone's day or just made them smile or made them feel better just in that moment is what really what drives me. So, if, so going back to your question, so if I can do this on a mass scale, like if I can release my program and, and millions of people around the world can use it to achieve their biggest desires and improves their life, then that's what I really want to want to do and accomplish. And really that's my passion is really to, to serve and to really spread the message of, hey, you know what? You have the power to change your life and really get people out of the victim mentality mm. and switch it over to, you know what? I'm control. Uh, and really empower them to, to know that. So what was the, um, there must have been a, either an event or some, ter- some sort of a turning point that made you go, I'm going to, to create this because this happened. Mm-hmm. What was that turning point? That turning point was spending 10 plus years going through all the courses, reading all the books, um, doing all the online programs and not getting anywhere. Mm. It's like, you know what? If I'm struggling with this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm no dummy, right? I, um, I'm not the smartest guy, you know, on the planet, but, but I'm no dummy. But if, if, it, if it's taken me 10 plus years of me you know, spending thousands of dollars going to all the courses and still I haven't got it, then probably this is a problem for a lot of other people. That's interesting. Right? It's true. That, that, and what is that problem? And going back to, you know, our earlier conversation, simplicity. Yep. Being able to remember something. So that's why, you know what? Let me try and, and fix this. Let me try and come up with a solution for this problem that, that I'm suffering and I'm sure millions of other people are suffering if I'm suffering and come up with something that is simple, easy to remember, and they can apply in their life for the rest of for the rest of their life. You know, hmm. being being a coach for somebody, um, like I, I got to see Tony Robbins and then Tony Robbins' wife go on stage as well too. But I find that Tony Robbins is so busy because he is trying his best to add value to as much people as possible. How do you balance your relationship and you know what your your passion, your goal, and and, and the why? That goes back to all about you know, priorities, right? In order to have a happy life, you gotta have a balanced life. Or a happy wife. Happy wife, happy life, right? That's <laughs> very true, actually. So. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I mean, happy life, balanced life, or happy life, ha- happy life, happy wife, happy life. So like, it doesn't apply to you saying right now. Goes, yeah, it doesn't apply to you right now. Well, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just trying to figure that out because like, I mean, even in relationships, it's tough because, like, you know, you're trying to, you know, put a lot of time into mm-hmm. that. But then, um, you know, coaches, and, and I feel like you put more into that than you do with like your personal. And that's you know, that's easy to get caught up in that. But yeah. that's when you got to go back to, hey, what is your your why? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I trying to help all these people? And goes back to, hey, family, right? You want to have the 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 be in the positions that you're living a happy life with your family, because why else are you doing this if it's not for 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 your family as one of your 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 reasons why? 
right? Like I was talking about before, generational wealth goes back to family. And and it's just the I'm using Diamond Mind as a vehicle in order to achieve that that yes. goal, right? But it always goes back to what is your end goal? And when you think about it, everyone wants just to be happy. So what makes you happy? And if you th- if if your family's not happy, which makes you unhappy, then really you got to think about okay, am I spending too much time working and not paying attention to what's really the most important? So that's why I go back to saying balance. Yeah, you, you got to spend time, you know, in working and trying to reach as many people as as you can, right, to affect them and, and to help improve their lives. But then again, hey, you got to really look up after what's going on at home, because if it's not healthy at home, then then that's not gonna that's not a, a formula for success. And I'm guessing you've had that conversation with your wife and and children. You know, if if let's say Diamond Mind becomes that kind of cultural platform and and um, product that people are searching for and people are going to, and you've created some a, a subculture for Diamond Mind. You have Diamond Miners or thinkers that think the same that uses your program every single time. And then you're all in these conferences. You're always traveling. Has that conversation arise with you and, and your family? Because they have to be bought in. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to understand that if this thing blows up, when you're gonna be, you're gonna when? have to balance everything. When this thing, blows I'm sorry. Up. When when this thing blows up, you're right. When Choice it blows words. up, sorry, you're right. You're right. When it blows up, we're part of that. <laughs> um, you know, like you, you have to have them feel comfortable knowing that you're gonna do everything in your power to keep them happy mm-hmm. also keeping your your vision happy yeah actually we have had conversations because obviously the next step after you know this whole covid thing um, blows over hopefully blows over soon but is hey i'm gonna start traveling you know and going around the u.s first giving diamond nine seminars and and it's going to start off you know once a month just you know spending a weekend in a in a, uh, in a different city around the u.s and i already told my wife is hey come along you know we'll we'll do the seminar um and then afterwards we can just travel spend time in the city and then come back and then we'll be like a once a month thing that's awesome so it's not going to be you know too crazy so you always include that's awesome wife and family yep you have to yep, yeah absolutely you have to what, what do you think about <laughs> think about getting married oh no no i'm just <laughs> no i'm just uh like part of the club no i think i i my, my biggest fault is that i get so soaked up into all the projects that I, I get myself into um and i when i get into relationships that's like one of the first conversations i do have i like preempt it and i say hey i'm doing this 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 and this i'm just a busy person in general do you still want to date me and facts they end up dating me regardless and then it's like and then the complaint happens but it is my responsibility as well too to try to make time so you know i've, I've tried the whole like you know Franklin Covey, getting that person's schedule and then making sure. But also sometimes I feel like since I get myself into too much stuff that there really isn't that much of a balance. So so what would you say to that particular individual? And and how would you customize your program in -hmm. order to help someone like that? Well, that that kind of goes more into relationship and I'm more happy to discuss that. It goes... It's all, it's all about coaching. appreciation, right? It's all about appreciation. So are you, is your girlfriend, boyfriend, do they feel appreciated? Because yeah, you can work, you know, 20 hours a day, but if you're still doing little things 
that keeps them feeling appreciated, mm. then they're going to be okay for the most part. They're going to be okay. But it's when you neglect them and they don't feel appreciated is when things start to go south. Facts. So, you know, it, it all goes back to, okay, yes, and being aware enough, you know what? Yes, I'm working too much. But hey, you could just send them a text. Hey, hey, hey honey, I'm sorry. Um, you mind if I just work a little bit? And maybe just send them a, a bouquet of flowers or whatever it is just to show that, hey, you're appreciated. Even though I'm working, I still appreciate you. And that's what it all boils down to is appreciation. Yeah, I'm, I'm super bad at that. <laughs> I, I, can, I, can, I can definitely admit, like, I forget to eat because I'm so embracing to the things that I'm doing. So I don't even take care of myself personally. So it's definitely a challenge. Someone told me to, like, keep reminders on my phone to do that. But then I just disregard the reminder and I still don't eat. I'm, I'm still, like, working. So, yeah, I, I definitely need to focus on that. So if you yeah, want so, to. So, so for, like, um, for you, it's like, okay, yeah, you're working hard because you want to achieve what you want to achieve. But at the end of the day, you know, why you, why do you want to achieve that? Because you want to achieve that to be happy, right? Uh, and if your, your girlfriend is going to be part of that vision, then also you want your girlfriend to be happy as well. So you, you go back to, the, you know what? I want my girlfriend to be happy. I want her to be on this journey with me. So you know what? I have to not neglect that part of my, my life right now is, yes, I know I have to work hard, but then I also have to keep, you know, the attention on my girlfriend give her what she needs so that i'm not neglecting that and having her be a thorn in my side that's going to prevent me from achieving what i want to achieve if she's with you she's going to be able to be your biggest supporter because we, we've, we've had these conversations like when i'm dating, every day dating somebody <laughs> it's like he would always tell me like hey you got to do this and stuff like that and i'm like but he knows my personality too so I'm like, dude, I'm just focused on doing this. I'm so busy and doing that. And at the end, I'm like, dude, why am I even in a relationship? Because I'm so busy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I definitely do need to, as I get older, obviously, I want to be married and all that stuff too. So it's definitely uh, a work in progress. But remember that, as remember you're listening, for anybody that's like me, know that I'm also a work alone. in progress and, and you're not alone. Like I, there's things that I have to focus on as well too. And there's things that I have to get coaching on. And if I'm not willing to do it, then obviously I won't get anywhere. So, you know what? Um, everyone's a work in progress. Um, I'm a work in progress. You know, you, we're never going to arrive, right? We're, we're always going to be striving to get that much better because us as a, as spiritual beings, we always want to evolve and get better. So that's why when we achieve a goal, we may be happy for you know, a few weeks, but then you're like, hey, I'm bored. You know, what else is there? Because we want to always evolve and get better. So everyone's a work in progress. So um, whoever's listening, everyone is a work in progress. You don't feel bad about it. Um, there's a lot of things that I need to work on, that I am working on, and um, everyone is where they are, and it's okay where you are. It's just a matter of getting better today so you're better tomorrow, and then taking each day at a time because that's all we have, right? We have now. That's all we have now. What can you do now mm -hmm. to get better? That's great. That's great advice. That's great. What about, you, like you talk about now and obviously the, the economy is kind of the way that it is. Unemployment's are very, very high. You've got just a lot of crazy things happening uh, in the world today. Pandemic. Pandemic. You got protests. I mean, just your political beliefs like just just everything in general what message or advice could you give somebody and it's obviously very broad because mm -hmm. everybody's different yeah 
what is it i guess a generic message that you could give to somebody that is going through a tough time mm. focus on what you can control and let everything else just just be because if you spend too much time on something you cannot control you can't control it so you're just going to get bothered and continue let, to let it bother you for no real reason well, there is a reason but there's nothing you do about it so why let it bother you so shift your focus to something that you can control which is your mindset right we all are in control of our mindset so there's a i love wayne dyer and he and there's this one quote that he, he used to say is pretend that there's a candle flame inside you and don't let anybody else make that candle flame flicker you're the only one in control of your flame and and that goes for everything right you know for relationships for you know what's going on right now stay focused on what you can control because everything else is just pointless because you're just going to get yourself worked up and in a bad state of mind um, obviously you know what's with what's going on now just being aware that you know what yeah i'm going to let myself you know get upset with you know the the protests or you know what's happening around the country but then be aware enough you know what i'm going to let myself get mad or be in a, in a bad state for 15 minutes but i'm going to snap out of it after that you know what i'm going to focus refocus myself and you know what i can't control that i know i'm keeping myself up to date with with you know what's happening but now i'm going to bring myself out what can i control now i can control my mindset i can i know that hey that's something that uh even if i wanted to change i can't so there's no use focusing on that and just really putting your attention on things that you can control to keep your energy and vibration high. Yeah, and I think we've all been there too. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely been in situations where I'm blaming the entire world and I'm thinking, what is that really going to do if I st still you know, have that mindset? And I just have to wire my brain to focus on those controllables instead of the uncontrollables. So I totally agree with that. And it's just all goes back to awareness, right? It's just being aware enough to know what you're thinking and that goes back to hey remember 95 percent of the time we're just unconscious right and on autopilot but it's going back to okay i'm going to be conscious with what i think about now and and really use that and it's like a muscle you, know, you have to continually think that and be able to control your thoughts to be able to control your thoughts right a lot of people think they can't control thoughts yeah you can't control your thoughts it's just practice it's practice and just doing it every day every day every day practice controlling your thoughts and directing your thoughts and what you want to think about instead of just letting it, you know, go crazy and go, go wild. Alan Iverson doesn't believe in practice. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, they don't really have a lot of basketball stuff over there. In Australia, they have a they lot did, of basketball. They have basketball, but... I mean, Patty Mills, you, you, Ben Simmons. Didn't, he didn't really play basketball. Tennis. Tennis. Who's a famous Australian tennis player? Sonny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> slash model. On, he came here on a tennis scholarship to the U.S. I mean, that's pretty big. Turn model. Turn model. Oh, yeah. Turn model. Turn model. Let's not forget. And then, obviously, the rest is history for here right. for Sunny. So, um, Sunny, we really, really appreciate you yes, sir. Uh, getting on the show. Um, I know, obviously, I, I'm sure a lot of people listening on the call, uh, getting some valuable information. Um, we could probably talk to you for hours and um, I'm sure as people are driving or a people lot. are listening or, or doing the work, they don't have all the time in the world. Um, so where can people find you? Yeah. Um, first place is if you want to learn about, more about what I do, secretframework.com. Uh, register for that webinar. Uh, it's a very informative webinar. 
and then also they can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Your Miracle Mind. That is the handle. At your your mir- Miracle Mind. Your yeah. Miracle Mind. Okay, perfect. So for those of you that that are listening, um, that well, we're gonna link his um, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram on our uh, Instagram as well too at the underscore Kickspot. Um, also, make sure to tune into all the um, uh, streaming sites that we ha- that we're on Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple, Apple Podcast, um, and then 106.3 FM HD2 Santa Ana as well down in Orange County. Um, and I think I hit up on all the points there. So you did, sir. All right, perfect. So Sonny, we really, really appreciate yes, it. Sir, thank you for coming. Thank you very on. much yeah. for coming on the show. Any last message you want to give anybody before we close out the show? You're closing it out. <laughs> oh yeah. wow, pressure. Yeah, pressure. Well, first of all, guys, you know it's been fun. Uh, thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate you taking the time to to do this with me. And uh, yeah, just remember, you are in control of your thoughts. And if you don't like your thoughts, hey, you can change them. So just know that. Be more aware of what you think, and and how your thoughts are making you feel, and just reach for a better feeling thought if you don't like the one that you're thinking and and how it's making you feel. So I'll leave you guys with that. Awesome. All right. That's a great message. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to KickSpot.